There is a weight of passion, wit, intellect and fun to be found on Italy's screens, in its speakers and in its print. Monocle delves into the quirks of the country's news and entertainment and finds the best of its leaders and merchants. Italy's most read newspaper is La Gazzetta dello Sport, an essential daily fix for fans on game, race or match day. From Como to Catania, from the throat to the toe of the Italian boot, La Gazzetta dello Sport is a fixture in cafes and offices, bars and the back seats of taxis. You'll have seen it too, eye-catching and pink, on newsstands across the world. Boasting the largest readership of any paper in Italy at some four million, it's universal. Franca Soziani's intellectual vigor meets her knack for making magazines from which one is unable to look away. Vogue Italia is just that. And with Luomo Vogue, Vogue Bambini and the iconic Mothership, Soziani is surely in charge of the best Vogue in the world. Top-selling Oggi and rivals Key, Gente and Novella Duemila dish the lowdown on the loves and breakups of actors, singers and footballers with lurid headlines and lowbrow copy heavy on innuendo. Readers, it seems, can't get enough grainy voyeuristic pictures, courtesy of the paparazzo and his telephoto lens. Debuted in 2012, Alla Carta is a biannual magazine that serves up two of Italy's greatest strengths fashion and food in an appetizing visual format. Based inside the walls of the Vatican, L'Osservatore Romano is often mistaken as the Pope's personal broadsheet, but newsroom staffers declare it the semi-official organ of the Catholic Church's leader. Published six times a week, it gives plenty of space to the pontiff's activities, speeches and pop culture. When piled up flat in a cafe or bar, even crisply unread newspapers might be overlooked. Enter an unsung hero, the newspaper rod. With this discreet backbone, the most unwieldy broadsheets can be hung up tidily on display. Set on a corner of Via Veneto in Rome, the Pironi newsstand has been in the Manzari family since the early 1900s. Close to luxury hotels and embassy, the kiosk does a brisk trade with passing diplomats, concierges in search of foreign broadsheets, and residents on the lookout for home interiors magazines. Italians' love of football runs deep, so it's no surprise the longest-running show on television chronicles Calcio. Aired on Sunday nights on state broadcaster Rai for the past 60 years, La Domenica Sportiva is a two-hour romp of highlights and armchair analysis of the weekend Serie A matches. Launched in 2008, Il is the monthly supplement published by Italian financial daily Il Soli 24 Ore. The magazine focuses on news, trends and big think pieces in a smart-looking format that stands out on newsstands. The publication's innovative graphic design has led to numerous awards for its art director, Francesco Franchi. In post-Bunga Bunga Italy, skimpy outfits are less common, but showgirls in form-fitting outfits still perform the ritual stacchetto to break the monotony of question and answer time. La Settimana Enigmistica is a weekly pamphlet for fans of puzzles that sells tens of thousands of copies each issue. In print since 1932, the popular magazine is filled with crosswords, cryptograms and sudoku, together with comic strips. Family-run Coraini began life as a contemporary art gallery in Mantua. 
40 years on, it has built up an impressive publishing house with titles focused on design, illustration, and out-of-the-ordinary books aimed at children. The family works with graphic designers, most notably via its magazine, Un Sedicesimo, where each issue, a well-known figure, is given a carte blanche to illustrate whatever they see fit. Blob first aired in 1989 on public broadcaster Rai Tre. The format is simple. Splice together a reel of clips from the previous 24 hours of the best and worst from all of Italy's broadcasters. The result is political and social satire at its most pure and abstract. Rome's De Agostini started publishing its Calendario Atlante, geographical encyclopedia, in 1904 and has since diversified brazenly into robot kits that take anything up to three years to complete. Time on a dedication indeed. Annexed from Austria by Italy after the First World War, the majority German-speaking region of South Tyrol enjoys certain privileges, including greater autonomy over its affairs and a newspaper written in the local tongue. Daniela Hamawi, who runs La Repubblica newspaper's weekly supplement D, snares readers on the page with gripping stories and arresting images. Tune in and turn on to these three top Italian broadcasters. Investigative journalist Milena Gabinelli, who anchors a hard-hitting Sunday night news programme known for uncovering corruption. Presenter Fabio Fazio, master interviewer of politicians and celebrities alike on primetime television. And provocateur Giuseppe Cucciani, known for getting a rise out of his guests on Il Sole 24 Ore Radio Chacho. Italy has often punched below its weight news-wise in recent years, but those with an interest in matters of state can now get their views across on paper. Launched in 2011, Longitude is an English-language monthly devoted to world politics. Set up by a Swiss immigrant in 1870 in Milan, the Hepley Bookstore has a wide range of fiction and magazines, and for bibliophiles, there's a rare book section where you can browse 18th century toms on botany and gastronomy and a travel section chock full of guides. If teenage robots were lovesick, they'd listen to Italo disco, synth-driven, over-the-top pop with melancholic melodies made in Italy in the 1970s and 80s. There's an innocence to the music, but the birth of Italo disco was in part commercial. 